Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, there's a brand new New York Yankee. No, it's not Juan Soto, but it'll be Oscar Gonzalez. But of course, no one's really concerned about that. The big news is that the Yankees and the Padres have been actively discussing a trade for uh, Juan Soto. But right now, at this point, it seems like uh, both sides are far apart. But again, the good news is that they're at least communicating with each other. So it uh, looks like there's a holdup in there. And it's going to be um, really, it's either going to be because of Michael King and or prospect Drew Thorpe. So I'll kind of go into the whole thing there, was kind of holding up this deal and kind of give my take on what the Yankees should do there. And of course, I'll introduce our new Yankee there, Mr. SpongeBob himself there, Oscar Gonzalez. So before we get started, again, things are percolating, heating up. Uh, it's going to be this way, you know, until spring training, so you don't want to miss a beat. I know it's uh, it's cold, it, it's winter, you don't feel like baseball, but there's going to be a ton of baseball coming up, hot stove. You know, they're, they're starting to light the match under the hot stove, so you want to make sure you're a subscriber. So if you're not a subscriber to this yet, hit that like, subscribe, whatever button, get notified new episodes go up and there's also section 420 talking yankees present on youtube uh want to catch episodes there as well so cover all the bases as we say so uh the latest news is that the yankees and padres have been talking but things have stalled and it looks like it's over the fact that the yankees don't want to part ways with uh michael king and or uh, minor league prospect there, Drew Thorpe is considered one of the best minor league prospects right now in baseball. Now, off the top, I, I, I haven't really heard of Thorpe until this recently came about. So again, I'm not someone that really goes crazy over the minors. Prospects are prospects. You know, you hear them all the time, and you know, Ricky Lede is going to be the greatest of all time, and all this stuff. And then people come up here and they're a total bust. So until they come up here and actually play and prove it, I don't go crazy over prospects, and that's why I don't dive too deep in like who's in our minor league system stuff like that. I always take it with a grain of salt. But it seems like this Drew Thorpe guy does have some chops to him. So I'll kind of give you his breakdown of his numbers, just explain why the Yankees would be hesitant to give him up and why the Padres would want him in any deal that includes Juan Soto. So looks like uh, he split time between single A and double A last year. Uh, now he's 23 years old. Uh, he had a total of 182 strikeouts in 139 innings. So he's averaging more than a strikeout per inning, uh, an ERA of 2.52, and has held opposing batters to an average of .199. So he's holding opposing hitters to a batting average under 200. So very impressive there. And what's also impressive, if we're uh, learning about him, you know, he's not a guy that comes in there and just throws the ball 100 miles per hour by you, which is in the minors, yeah. Every hot uh, stud arm in there could just blow the ball by inexperienced hitters there. Um, what makes him inter- interesting that he throws a low 90s fastball, but how he gets people out is his changeup. So to have a young 23-year-old like that, already uh, being crafty uh, and getting people more out on his changeup versus just throwing the ball by people, um, that's what really impresses you, you know, just the maturity factor there. Um, that's the, what you like to see. So, yes, yeah, so you can understand why the Yankees want to hold on to that, guys. Now, either it's going to either be him or uh, Michael King that the Padres are going to want uh, in order for them to consider the, you know dealing him to the Yankees. Now, here's my take on it. We know what Michael King is. Um, of the two, if they want to take King for this deal, I would absolutely give him up. And then I would almost maybe just can also consider maybe give it, if you're telling me either Thorpe and or King, and plus you could probably have to package some other guys. Of course, you know, they're considering uh, Johnny Britto, um, Randy Vasquez, and of course, Clark Schmidt, who are all young pitchers, still well under control, so they would be appetizing as well. But, you know... Even for Thorpe, if that's all it takes and you could get Juan Soto and not have to give up Anthony Volpe or as well as Jason Dominguez, then you almost got to make that deal. I mean, 
I even know with the, the potential of Thorpe there, again, I know you don't want to part ways with him, but look, you have to give up talent to get talent, and this guy seems very talented, but we don't know where this guy's going to end up. I mean, he might have a great career, or he might just be, be end up, you know, to be a Sonny Gray, which is okay, but that's someone you could part with to get Juan Soto, even if it's for one year. If you could get Juan Soto and Judge in the same lineup uh, in a Yankee uniform for an entire 2024 season, you still got to make that deal. So I don't know why the Yankees are holding up. If, if there's a choice between the two, I'd rather part ways with Michael King. Um, I know the Yankees have been trying to convert him to a starter. And, you know, in the small handful of starts he had towards the end of the season was impressive. Then again, he had that one start where I think he went um, seven innings, only gave like one run there. So, yes, there's a lot of potential. But we know what King is. We've seen what he is, okay? Again, he could be something okay, but I don't see any sort of superstar status there, you know. He's not Mariano Rivera, and I don't think we're also we're not giving up a future potential Andy Pettit, you know. So King is what he is. He's just very good. I think he's better served in the bullpen there. They're trying to convert him to a starter. We don't know if he could be a starter. He's never done it for a full season in the Major League uniform there, you know. And when the Yankees originally brought him up as a starter there, didn't do too well. He really didn't hit his stride until they finally put him in the bullpen. So he might just end up being more of a bullpen type pitcher. And even if he's very good, even if he's a very good setup man, he's not Mariano Rivera. He's not Billy Wagner. You know, he's not Dennis Eckersley. And if all it takes is him and like Brito and Vasquez, those three pitches you package together to get Juan Soto, I think it's a no-brainer. And again, even though you know you have the mystique of the uh, Drew Thorpe in the minors, even if it's just Thorpe and like Thorpe and Brito, and that's it, just to get Juan Soto, you still got to make that deal. So uh, I think the Yankees are being a little thick-headed here. They're gonna want one of the two. If you have to pick one, give up King there. But even if it's Thorpe, then give Thorpe up. And, you know, again, package with Schmidt or Brito or whatever. It doesn't matter. And as for Brito, we saw what he was last, you know, season. Kind of up and down as I saw it. He seemed to kind of find his groove a little bit of being kind of a middle reliever there. That's kind of what he can hit his stride a little bit. Vasquez, again, in the small number of starts, impressive. But you don't know what these guys are going to be. Do you see anything that reeks Pedro Martinez in his prime? No. Could he become something like that? Maybe. But we don't know. We have, how many pitches has come up here and this full flat become nothing? You, we remember when Jonathan Loisga originally came up here. They tried to make him a starter. Had a couple of starts. Really wasn't that good. Got hurt a lot. Seems like now he found his groove as a bullpen pitcher. And again, that's what he is. So that could be the case with any of these guys. There's young. We don't know. Unless there's a situation where there's no doubt about it. And I'm talking about like, you know, remember 2007, Jabba Chamberlain, where you just knew... Again, at the time, what he could have been something special where, all right, we're not trading this guy. Even like Phil Hughes, you know, just the potential he had and what we thought he could be at that time. Okay, we're not trading this guy. But other than that, you don't see that really with King or we don't know too much about this Drew Thorpe. So I think the Yankees are making a mistake by delaying. Uh, but ultimately, I think they will get something done. And I just like the fact that at least conversations are happening without Volpe or Jason Dominguez being involved. And if you could get Soto without dealing any of those two position players, I say do it. I want to give up Thorpe and King, but if they just want one of them and then, you know, throw in Brito or Vasquez or Schmidt, whatever... Go ahead, do it. I'm, I'm all for that. I just think it's a no-brainer. And it's only one season. I know Soto's definitely going to go to free agency. I mean, he rejected the reason the Nationals traded him because the Nationals were willing to offer him a 15-year deal at $440 million, which a couple years ago he rejected. So, you know, Scott Morris guy, he's definitely going to go to free agency. So, again, this might just turn out to be a one-year rental, but it could be a very good one year. And the fact is you've got this guy. He's, he's young. He's in his prime. 
He's not someone who's completely injury-plagued, and you could put him in a lineup with Judge for a full season, and you know you expect a couple of Yankees to bounce back, and you're looking at a very potential 2024. And however it works out, you're not on the hook for Soto. You know, well, fine, go to free agency. You know, I don't think the Yankees would sign him. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe he has a good season. The Yankees want to give him a big long-term deal. I don't see that happening. But you're not stuck with the guy. You're just kind of getting a great ride. You're getting like you know a superstar rental for a year, and then. Once he's done, all right, fine, let him walk, and then whatever, use cash and prospects, and just you know, go after other stuff there. So I think again, the Yankees are making a mistake if they hold up this course one of those players, and now Padres decide to deal him elsewhere. I just think that'll be a stupid idea for the Yankees. There's only good news that at least there's a dialogue going back and forth. So we'll see which side is playing hardball, and maybe you know, if the Padres could maybe add a pr- pitching prospect of their own with Soto, then you know, losing Drew or King maybe won't be as bad. So. Uh, you know, we'll see maybe the Padres just need to kick up a little bit on their end as well. But I like the fact at least both sides are talking. I've got a feeling I think it's going to happen. I think it's, it's just, you just see that's where the dialogue is. And even when early on during this, you know, offseason run here, it just seemed the dialogue was that um, he would end up in a, a Yankee uniform. So I think that's where it's going to be. It's just going to be a matter of them maybe going over a, a prospect or two just to settle on that and they'll get it done. So if you had asked me right now, I would say 70 to 75%. We're seeing Soto in pinstripes next year, so that's all good news. And again, Hal said, look, they got to make some big changes. Everything's on the table. Well, here you go. Prove it right now. And so I think you can see Soto. And again, you also see uh, talks again, Yamamoto and the Yankees. I think that's going to happen too. So I'd say, I think the two moves we're probably going to see is Yamamoto in the rotation and, of course, Soto in the outfield for the Yankees. And really, Yamamoto's the only guy you have to pay money to because he's the guy you're going to give a long-term deal. Soto, you're going to let walk after a year. So... That's what I would predict if you have to ask me right now. So that's what's good. And that would be, I would consider that definitely um, thumbs up, very successful um, offseason for the Yankees. So remains to be seen. Now, as for the move they did make, they picked up Oscar Gonzalez from the Cleveland Guardians. Now, he's off the waiver wires. Now, you remember him from the 2022 playoff run. Now, he had a much better season in 2022. Uh, in 91 games, he hit 296. 11 home runs, 43 RBIs, even had a walk-off home run in one of the games before the Yankees faced Cleveland, and then in that Cleveland series, Game 3 had the game-winning hit. Uh, that was the game that the Yankees blew the lead. Uh, game 3, Severino pitching a good game, but again, uh, the Yankees ended up blowing that lead, and that was the one you have to blame Boone for a little bit, uh, not going with Clay Holmes, who was in the bullpen, but supposedly hurt, instead of going with Clark Schmidt, and could have been a totally different situation, but nevertheless, the Yankees at least won that series. Now, unfortunately, in 2023, uh, Gonzalez, you know, uh, had a little bit of a setback, got sent back down to the minors. By July, was called up again. Only played in 54 games, and again, a very unimpressive uh, 214 batting average, which is two home runs, two triples, and 12 RBIs. So he took a step back. Kind of hard to know what really happened, but he is a young guy. He's 25 now. He's going to be 26 in January, so when the season starts. And he's an outfielder, and uh, Cashman has been you know, saying that he does want to get at least two outfielders. So, you know, are the two outfielders going to be Soto and Gonzalez? Maybe, Reigns was seen, but definitely going to be Gonzalez. And, of course, his walk-up music, which made him a fan favorite there in Cleveland, was the SpongeBob SquarePants uh, theme song there. So that will be his whole thing. And, of course, you know, the Yankees always kind of work these things in there. You know, Cortez is a character. 
uh, you know, and if so, if you can add this guy there, guy, I think, think it'll be good for the clubhouse. He'll probably be a fun guy and somebody, a guy, you know, as long as he hit better than 214. But uh, if he's doing well there, he might become a fan favorite and it kind of might become a thing uh, with his SpongeBob SquarePants. You know, of course, you'll see that in the, in the Yankee Stadium crowd with the Yankee hat on and SpongeBob Yankee and all that stuff there. So, uh, again, nothing to go gaga over, but, you know, the Yankees are making some moves there and changing, bringing some new guys in here, which, again, that's what I like to see as they change this around. So that's the episode. So remains to be seen. We got Soto in there in the sights. It just, it's going to be a matter of now giving up either King or Thorpe. I say give up King. It, it's just a no-brainer. Even for one year, it's totally worth it. But we'll see what the Yankees do. Catch you next time.